Chapter 4, Spiritual Openness. Every person yearns to be heard. This is an absolute need. Humans cannot survive on this planet alone. Every person needs to be nurtured and supported as part of a group. We require being part of a society to support our physical and our emotional needs. As already discussed on our spiritual journey, we progress by ourselves alone. Our mind and our unique point of view establish our spiritual perceptions of reality. In our internal spiritual space, we remain focused and connected to the entire universe we inhabit. With our spiritual perceptions, we realize that our fellow humans also have their own unique experiences. We tend to connect with those who share similar experiences to our own. We attach ourselves to those who are, quote, like me, close quote, and we form collective ideas to benefit our group collective. These shared ideas metastasize and form a unique group identity built upon our common beliefs. These become our ideals and principles to form our creeds and doctrines. These we teach and share among the collective to go from theory to thesis, and we confirm them as dogma. Finally, we label them as an ideology of unified beliefs. The Foundation of Human Biological Growth Everything begins on the individual level. From birth, we are driven by an energetic desire to pursue our own wants and needs. We start as babies, helpless and alone. Nature provides us a loving, nurturing mother that is connected to us and instills a self-driving energy into our parents to meet and fulfill our every need and desire. As a baby matures, it develops into a small child where again it pursues its own selfish interests. Watch any small child in a nursery. They are all about themselves entirely. This self-driven obsession is instinctive survival for all biological life on planet Earth. Plants and animals all strive to survive through competition for a limited supply of resources. Plants consume water and sunlight to seek to dominate other plants competing for these resources. Animals, too, compete for breeding rights and territorial control, all driven by this same instinctive desire of self-interest. Most everything in our biological ecosystem follows this self-perpetuating instinct, including humans. Life in this universe has been growing and developing along these same self-serving biological instinctive desires to survive and thrive since the beginning of time. The birth of the spiritual experience. Plants and animals remain stuck in their instinctive non-conscious relationship with life. Human babies, on the other hand, have a unique and miraculous experience as they grow. As we biologically progress and grow, we discover our own internal spiritual space. As we master our connections to our physical world, we begin to discover a unique characteristic. We consciously realize that we exist as part of the whole system. We begin to recognize 
and acknowledge ourselves and our individual connection to the world we occupy. Our life began through a biological interaction of our parents, driven by a powerful energetic desire between a male and a female that is almost impossible to resist. This instinctive desire drives humans to connect intimately to perpetuate their own biology. Despite some who may claim differently, you are in fact the direct result of a male and a female biological connection. After we are born into this world, our biology continues to develop as part of nature. Some prefer the idea of divine design. Either way, everything in our biological life runs on autopilot. We are driven to consume all that we can to maximize our existence and experiences. We are dedicated to fully satisfying ourselves alone. This is our animalistic biological design. As our physical development evolves, we begin to discover beyond ourselves. We grow in self-awareness and we discover our own unique place in the biology of our universe. We begin to accumulate our own very unique inner spiritual experiences. These are usually triggered early in life by fear and suffering. Through these spiritual experiences, we soon come to realize that others too have a spiritual space of their own. At this age of contemplation and awareness, we discover an indwelling spirit or energy that connects us to others. The birth of our spiritual life is when we fully discern there is more than just me and my animalistic desires to satisfy we confront an important moral decision regarding connection with others. This starts our caring concern for our own family and friends. Spiritual Openness, the Path to Progress. Through this spiritual awakening, we begin to realize how we individually love and hate others. We battle for supremacy and acceptance in our own relationships. We create and contribute to our own community structures to support our personal self-serving objectives. We grow through our internal spiritual conflicts as we interact with others. From chaos to resolution, we experience our own world, and we all individually grow through these encounters. We ultimately define ourselves by our connection to our tribe driven by our biological instincts of self-interest, moderated from a higher degree of spiritual openness, we connect to others to help improve our own world. Through this spiritual connection, we align with our family and friends. We develop allegiances with our neighbors and local communities, then to regional group connections, and these grow to include an entire nation of connections. This development process is driven by our individual need and desires for sanity and survival. As we progressed as a species, we subdivided into ideological and social constructs that established additional unique tribal alliances. These subgroupings led to chaos and division. Each tribe and society battled for relevance and superiority over the other. Driven by this animalistic biological desire to dominate natural resources for survival has led to a tremendous amount of human suffering as we brought mankind to world domination. Now our only competitors that we fear as predators are other humans. 
Fixing this requires an epic change among mankind in our spiritual discernments. We must be open to embracing and loving all of humanity, especially those of other tribes. Chaos, the path to enlightenment. Each human tribe and community group has been established with social compacts based on love and mutual consideration. This was guided by spiritual energy of nurturing and caring for one another within our tribal groupings. Since the world is now fully explored and basic survival is no longer the driving force of our character, we are expanding into the integral phase of human development. We are moving beyond the individual enlightenment of self-interest to the holistic ideal of altruistic selflessness. We all have to realize that our future cannot sustain the animalistic processes of self-interest and dominance of one group over another. Those who are spiritually open-minded certainly feel this deep disconnect happening. All those tightly tied to their unique ideological tribal group feel threatened. Every rigid ideological group is definitely breaking apart. Those who have not individually matured to the point of actual acceptance of this situation are suffering. Many are fighting to hold to their group identity as this breaking is unfolding before their eyes. This chaos will continue as long as we clutch to our tribal identities. We do this by negative stereotyping and labeling of quote, the others, unquote. Labels of socialist or capitalists, bigots and racists, Nazi fascist, religious fanatic, homophobic, greedy, lazy, selfish, ignorant, stupid, careless, and any other negative identity that they can assign to, quote, the others, close quote. This is a last-ditch attempt to hold on to their individual, selfish, egotistical tribal identity. Those spiritually open-minded individuals who are connected to the bigger picture see the limits in their own group ideologies. They feel it deep inside that the system requires change. There is no longer a battle of us against them. It's now us against us. Together we survive and thrive, or together we face our demise. path to further enlightenment. Will we ever stop ascending as a species toward dominating our physical reality? Are we capable of uniting around the spiritual ideals we strive for individually? Ask yourself, are you willing to fully accept and acknowledge, quote, the others, close quote, however they are labeled? Can we unite as a global tribe? Can we accommodate and unite the conflicting ideologies from all sides of self-interest? We need spiritual openness to lead a positive agenda that moves humanity beyond the basic survival of the individual and our tribal identities toward our ultimate spiritual character traits of thriving as a unified whole. This is reflected in the desire of millions of people who see the imbalance of power and resources. The collective humanity is now demanding that we seek to connect and rectify this injustice. Humanity is demanding fundamental changes within the hierarchy of civilization. 
Balancing this dichotomy within ourselves is spiritual attainment. Reaching this balance within our collective physical reality requires spiritual openness beyond our tribal ideologies. Those individuals on the spiritual path need to discover and acknowledge the limits and blockages within their own tribal connections. They need to lead the way in helping people who share their own ideologies, helping them to see the bigger picture through spiritual openness, to discover love connections with those people and ideological beliefs that differ from their own. The Power of the Collective There is a powerful spirit that connects and holds together our tribal groupings. These connecting energies are powerful enough to override our individual spiritual attainments. Many people in the spirit of the mob will act out of character with their individual personalities. They will act in ways they would not act alone in a similar situation. For example, kicking a helpless person on the ground perceived as the enemy. This violates most civilized tribal society rules. When we discover our mob losing their civil behaviors, we are likely to shrink back in cowardly fear, believing if we push against our own ideology, they will turn on us in a similar way. This response to such a powerful collective energy is instinctive to our survival. Unless you were defending a fellow friend or family connection, the courage needed to speak out against such hatred is hard to muster. As we look at the tribal battles surfacing across the planet, there are no good sides. There are only competing sides. We do well to ask if our side is acting with violence and hatred. Can we truly embrace such evil tactics and remain spiritually centered? Do we really want this to manifest in our own personal physical experience? Who is promoting or glorifying such violence? What ideological tribal vision would ever want to condone such violence? Who would want their family and friends to be so treated? Such barbaric behavior is instigated among ideological devotees who flame the negative sensations of fear and anger. They blame all their suffering on, quote, the others, close quote, and then act out of this dark state of fear. It is incumbent upon us as spiritual individuals to protect ourselves from this hostility. We need to lovingly challenge our own tribal community to turn off the ideological banter and propaganda. We need to adopt and create a new, bigger tribe of human connections built on love and respect. It has to start with our own willingness to display spiritual openness toward those of other tribes. Be courageous enough to call out the bad actors within our own sphere of influence. Leading the way in spiritual openness. Those on the spiritual quest who have managed to gain control of their own inner spiritual sensations must become the leaders of our new world. As we dare to call out those in our own tribal alliances, many of the peace-loving majority will stand up and have our back. As we see others taking such bold actions to lead the way toward loving openness and connection, we need to step up and support them as well. The earth is now going through a major shakeup as we transition from our animalistic instinctive desires for self-survival 
to the next level of loving human connection. Those who lash out at others who are still unconsciously driven by their tribalistic insecurities will continue to suffer more and more as their tribal world and animalistic behaviors dissolve. All of humanity is spiritually changing. The vast majority of human beings have already experienced their own tribal battles or watched the abuse of other human beings. They fear being exposed to such pain and suffering. They worry about their own personal futures. Through this chaos, we are triggering a new spiritual awakening. We can no longer resist the powerful desire for positive change. All of humanity will transition to this new love space as we finally reach spiritual openness on a global scale. Sadly, until this is fully implemented, those who remain on the dark side will continue to suffer. Those fighting and promoting hatred will become louder and louder until they cease to exist or convert to accepting this new spiritually united world. Tap into your own spiritual acuity. Soberly consider your own inner spiritual condition on being open to others. Look inside to find where you are blocked, where you harbor hatred, where you label others and feel negative sensations about them. Our spiritual openness to discover these deficiencies in our own spiritual character is the path we need for healing our divides. It starts at the smallest level of the individual with our willingness to being spiritually open to explore our own suffering and discover the healing we require. Alone in your spiritual space, you are doing the consciousness work necessary to help manifest unification and healing to our tribal divides.